0: Welcome to the Buy Box Bandits podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Buy Box Bandits podcast. Today, we have our guy, Zach Sedanawan. He's actually done over a million in sales on eBay and on Amazon individually. So we're excited to talk about all that, what he likes better, experience with all that, and uh, everything. Thanks for joining us, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on your platform, boys.
0: Cool, of course, man. So we were just talking about proud again. And he's got the good studio, so the YouTube viewers are blessed as uh, as well and everything. Yeah, what'd
2: you call it? You called it stew.
0: Stu, yeah, yeah. Get in the stew, man, and uh, and everything. And so uh, we've followed each other for a while, but I don't know too much about you to be honest and everything. So you want to bring us uh, back to how you got going with reselling and all that?
1: Totally, bro. Yeah. So um, a little bit about me. My name's Zach. Um, from New York. i 24 i actually got into reselling when i dropped out of college in like 2019 um finished out the year and probably like 2019 in like over the summer so like june july i started um getting into just garage sales and thrift stores um because like i said i dropped out of college just because it wasn't for me um got into like gary v's content and he was just shilling um like if you're you're a college student with no money and you got time um start hitting up some like garage sales and thrift stores and just see like what you could flip flip. yeah so that's literally what I started with um at the time when I dropped out of school I just started working at this um this wing place in my town just like doing delivery and was doing that like six days a week um and just started getting into like garage sales a little bit um after I got my first couple sales I started like really getting interested, um, just because it was. I was only putting in a couple hours after work or on the weekends, and like I was finding a decent amount of items. Um, I was flipping. I never really got into books, but I was always flipping um, like uh, just like kitchen appliances or just um, like DVD players, VCRs, all that type of stuff. Um, I started going to garage sales. With my first one, I went to I. Started with like just 150 bucks. Um, first garage sale I went to, I got like these three lanterns, just like these propane lanterns. Um, Got them all for like 20 bucks. Ended up selling one for like 130 plus shipping, one for like 75 plus shipping, and one for like 30 plus shipping. And that was like my first garage sale that like I did pretty decent. And I was like, wow, like this only took under an hour. Like if I could do this full time, um, sky's the limit. So, um, yeah, got into eBay in like the middle of, um, like 2019 didn't start taking it like seriously till like the beginning of like 2020, um, when COVID started like taking off, then like just everything was reselling. Um, and I was in some discord groups. So, uh, everyone was just posting bolos, not, not as much like now as there's like, formal groups with, like, providers and stuff, but um, I was just in, it was kind of like a thrift store and garage sale Discord, and then it kind of evolved into more of, like, a formal reselling Discord, but yeah, when we started, it was just, like, a group of homies, like you guys always talk about, um, that we were just flipping garage sale items, and then, like, the pandemic items started taking off, so everyone started getting into that stuff.
0: And then how'd you start doing Amazon stuff?
1: Yeah, so I got into Amazon. So I originally started with eBay and I tried to open a Amazon account probably around like March, April, 2020 um, when I was already selling on eBay, getting some decent traction. And so I actually tried to open the account, uh, open the account. And like that next day, I just got the account deactivated because I didn't like verify my address correctly within like the 24 hours. So yeah. So, uh, and I didn't know what to do after that. Um, so basically I went a year with my Amazon account, uh, just deactivated because I couldn't figure out how to get it back. A bunch of people telling me like, I have to send in some utility bills, but I was living with my parents. So I didn't have a utility bill in my name. So, I didn't figure out how to get my Amazon account unbanned until April 2021. April 10th, 2021 is the day I got my account back um, from Amazon. If anyone has any trouble with like a deactivated account for um, not verifying, all I did was I just got another phone bill with Verizon and just sent in that bill and they approved the account the same day. So (laughs) I kind of slept on uh, Amazon for way longer than I should have. Uh, But got on Amazon in uh, April, April 10th, 2021 was my first Amazon sale. And um, from April to like that, uh, April to April 2021 to like February 2022, I did just about like one, a little over one million sales on Amazon. And then I stopped selling on Amazon um, because I got pretty heavy into like crypto and NFTs because they took off. And I started doing really well with that and um, just got hired to some groups to like provide some info. So really took all, took the gas off of Amazon, which was not the move at all.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know where the story was going to go.
1: It was. Um, yeah, like I definitely had fun and did well with NFTs, but um, oh, I totally should have stuck with the Amazon business, kept growing the Amazon business. So. I got back into Amazon like over the summer in 2022. I got back into it in like July, Um, like end of June, beginning of July, I got back into Amazon and just been pumping the last couple months.
2: That was probably the most uh, sporadic background story we've ever heard on the podcast. You have had a little bit of everything. Um, So as you were building up that, yeah, I don't even know where to go after that. I mean, that's everything. (laughs) As you were building up that eBay, what did that look like, right? How did you start sourcing items? How did you start buying them? What did that process look like?
1: Totally. So, um, yeah, my bad about the long no, yeah. intro. <laughs> I, I just keep going, but yeah. So, like I said, I started with uh, on eBay and Amazon with just going to thrift stores and garage sales. I didn't even start with like OA or books or anything. So, like my first. 100k in sales was literally picking stuff up for like five ten bucks flipping it on ebay just checking sold like sold and completed yeah, listings yeah, yeah. on ebay like i would just walk through like garage sales and thrift stores and almost look up everything um and then over time you know like you pick up an eye for like brands and types of yeah. items you like to sell um but yeah so my intro was mainly garage sales and thrift stores, and then when I started getting to OA stuff, so I started during the pandemic. So, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know, all
2: like, yeah, like in the pools,
1: yeah. So, I mean, to be honest, I never even sold the chlorine. I know I had
2: homies crushing the chlorine. Well, oh, I guess
0: that wasn't pandemic, that was after, right? Yeah. Well, it's May 2021, so like
2: it, it was the weights in the pools, right?
0: Yeah, yeah was- the
1: I never even sold the weights heavy either. I I sold the pools heavy. I was also selling a bunch of other stuff like just um webcams and like hair clippers and um printers and stuff. Um and like I was just selling like hundreds of units just because for definitely reselling like wasn't what it is now, especially with um how many people like putting out like paid groups and content and stuff um, like back when I started, I want to say it was like a very small group of people that made content like um, yeah. Rake and Profit and like Rally Roots and like RNZ now. So there really wasn't as much info like as there is now. Now it's crazy. It's like I've learned so much from everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Um, like the info that's out there now compared to just freaking two years ago. Uh, it's wild.
0: So you went to college with Marty and Joe, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, so I went to college with Marty and Joe, but um I didn't meet Joe until like a month ago and Marty oh, really? Yeah, so I didn't even really know them when I went. I only went there for one year, one sem- oh, okay. one semester. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, I I really I met Marty through a mutual friend who was actually my roommate was like pretty good friends with Marty. Marty. And I met him we got like lunch once or twice but we never really hung out in buffalo um but dude when i saw uh he posted something on it was like instagram or twitter a couple months ago and i was like hold up i know this guy like (laughs) and then i hit him up i'm like marty
0: yeah because he was telling me that and there's a there's a guy in my coaching program went to that school too that i told to hit up you guys i don't know if he did yet i'll like message him he he must not have been everything but it's it's interesting like because so my there's a couple and that like that where you guys went has to be the number one amazon seller universe universe, like it gotta be like because there's four people like really doing it and uh, everything, but it's interesting. Yeah, Marty, Joe, Joe. So for anyone listening, Joe, we have an episode with as well. Go follow those guys, Amazing Aces and FBA, Marty, if you haven't already with that. with that, But it's interesting how small the world is. Like, you know, anyone listening, especially once you start like getting into it, you'll see more and more of that. But speaking of that, right, you you do money Twitter as well. You're a, a rare crossover, similar to the way I'm a crossover with, with money Twitter and Amazon stuff as well.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um, I really, I don't put out a ton of content. But um, I'm definitely on there uh, retweeting people's stuff and dropping the
2: handshake emoji uh, for sure. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's Just awesome. like Roddy Rich, our, our friend Rodriguez is always there with the retweet.
0: He'll retweet something before you
2: even ask him to.
0: Like before you even tweet it, he'll already have retweeted. No, nah,
2: yeah, he's there with the retweet before it's
0: even on the platform. Yeah, I don't know what back end, back door method he's got, yeah. but
2: that boy's always with the
0: retweet, seriously. <laughs> so what's your current operation like? Are you doing like, what are you doing reselling wise currently
1: yeah totally so current operation like i said um i got back into amazon uh like july 2020 a couple of mo- like 5 6 months ago um so i don't have like a crazy big operation i did uh, 70k in sales december and i've done like 40k in sales this month um nothing crazy um still super proud of it but um right now i just got one virtual assistant for uh, sourcing and I just bought on another virtual assistant to help me uh, just, like, organize the rest of the business, like, help me with, like, inventory management, upload into the prep center and stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. I've always had, like, done Amazon as more of a, um, just, like, a reseller-like type gig. And this year, wanted to, like, try and, like, just iron everything out, like, make some SOPs, organize everything more, turn it more into, like, a business um that's this year's goal for sure
2: how did it work out with that first va how, did you where did you find them how did you train them Where's they already trained
1: totally so i got them i actually split them with my boy um from this uh it's a company like fast track fba it's this new company um amazon training camp and so like you just i'm assuming they got them from like online jobs and then you just pay them and they like run them through um just a Uh, like a general training it's usually like uh someone that's never sourced before so like the guy we got um we only got him like a month and a half ago um so he's pretty new to sourcing but um so far so good with him usually just hop on a call with him like every other day or like at least like once or twice a week just to like try and chop it up um just go over his leads give him some feedback uh try and like point him in the right direction of like the stuff that I like flipping. Um, but yeah, yeah. What so far so good them? with that.
0: Cause tax free prep center, I assume.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm using a, a prep center in Delaware. Ab- absolute game changer.
0: Yeah. Cause you, you live in New York, right? So it's like four to eight, depending on the type of item.
1: Yeah, bro. Yeah. I'm in New York. Yeah. It's like, it's like eight or 8.6 or something. Yeah. It's wild.
2: So take us through the uh, the room you're in. I see some shipping supplies, a tape gun. Is that your eBay? Is that your eBay post?
1: Yeah. So this is this is where everything started. Uh, I'm just in my parents, uh, it's just like a one-car garage. It's um we just got some, some oh, I forget the name of them. Just like these uh this like the shelving I got, yeah. um guys, someone was throwing that shit out, bro. Like a crazy, uh like beautiful rack. Yeah, the, the picture oh. set up. Um this was where, like, I used to take all my pictures for eBay and everything, but then, like, when I moved to the prep center, um, I really don't get anything shipped here anymore, but I, I like selling, uh, like, vinyls and records I do pretty well with. So, like, that's, like, the only thing I still ship here and, like, prep and, um, like, do FBM a little bit.
2: Are you completely out of eBay?
1: Um, so, I'd say I'm, like, uh, eighty. Amazon, like, 10, 15% eBay. Um, I really sell, like, um, just, like, one-off thing, like, cards on eBay, like, sealed boxes of cards or, like, also some, like, graded cards um, and, like, Amazon returns. But for the most part, I just pump Amazon just because I like FBA. Um, Just, like, it's so beautiful not having to handle a lot of, like, the – Fulfillment, I mean, you guys know the deal.
2: Yeah. I mean, and if you ask me, I just think there's just so much more data in, in, in the Amazon space to make more accurate and efficient decisions. Right, obviously everyone talks, so I've never really done eBay, but everyone talks about like the comps and you don't necessarily have a metric in terms of how fast something's going to sell, at what price it's going to sell, um, and how many you can sell, right? But we have really good intel with all of that on Amazon, uh, of course, with our sponsor, SellerAmp. That gives us all that information pretty black and white. How about that?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. How does that even work? Is there, are there any like tools that give you like a lot of like the pulse on something or like how does that work? Because I I always used to just do okay filter completed sold listings, see the timing on it, see the different market on the recent ones.
1: Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I don't really know of or use any um, softwares for eBay. The only thing I've used for, like, is just what everyone says, just check uh, the sold and completed listings, filter by date, um, like, look at the most recent ones. If there's, like, a couple sales, like, daily, and then a couple sales, like, the day before, you could get an idea of how fast it's selling, but it's really, um, really with eBay, you you got to, like, really kind of do test buys, like, what you what you do with Amazon, like, uh, just because there's no, there's no like keeper charts that I know of for eBay. So it's, uh, it's definitely like, you got to get in there and test a little bit more. But that, like when I was selling on eBay um, and I'm it, granted it was because of the pandemic. And then even after the pandemic, I was still selling like decent volume on eBay before I got onto Amazon. Um, but it's just like, whatever you could sell on eBay, like five or 10 units a day, you could probably sell that same product on amazon like 50 or like 200 units a day um so yeah i definitely recommend ebay for like people that are trying to just get into flipping or never done it before just because like that's what i did um
2: okay. it's interesting though because the the data has got to be there right there's the information has got to be somewhere in the back end of ebay in terms of what the metrics are for a specific
0: individual, uh, It'd have to be stuff where the UPC matches, though, and people specify that the UPC, because you know what I mean? Because you, you make your own. Oh, wait, everyone sells, in ind- oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, everyone sells an Oh. Well, no, so that's, a, you know, PS5, it's different, right? You probably have to specify the UPC matches on a PS5 or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah I'd assume, and uh, uh, I maybe, I, I don't know, and everything. But, yeah, you're rewarded with that lack of data with better margin, though. There's, you know and you can do used items there's no on gating and everything like that less headaches less all that stuff right well less customers. yeah well yeah yeah that definitely so this is definitely an argument either way on on uh on stuff if you could go back would you just have done amazon the whole time
1: um if i could go back um i think uh no i i liked i definitely like just learned a ton um and like it, it was good to learn with eBay just because um just it was a lot cheaper mistakes because I was making mistakes with items that i bought for like a dollar to like ten dollars. So I definitely liked it. Um for learning. I definitely wish I got on Amazon way, way earlier than I did. Um definitely, definitely <laughs> shoulda should've got on top of trying to get the account uh like reactivated way quicker than I did, but just just blessed to to just be in the space i mean
2: hindsight's always twenty twenty. amazon wasn't popping or wasn't really popping that back then so you had no way of knowing and you were still making money right so you're living you learn what does the next couple of years look like for you are you trying to take amazon to the mood content what's the uh what's the game plan
1: yeah totally so um definitely definitely this year i want to just get into like making content a ton just because never really did that totally been sleeping on it um Make content about Amazon, just like about just like business in general, and like credit. I like credit too. Um, just like talking and learn about business credit. Uh, super interesting. And uh, as for the Amazon business, yeah, I'm looking to, like I said, turn it more into like a business. Um, hire like hire out a little bit more. Um, and make it so like I'm working more on the business compared to like in the business. Uh, a lot of people talk about right now, like I work a ton in the business and I want to like, um, pull myself out, really get, um, the right, the right people on the team. I don't like calling them VAs. I like just calling them like teammates or whatever. Um, but just like building out a really solid, uh, just team to, uh, help scale it and just like manage the store better. Um,
2: so you talk about working in the business. What does that look like for right now? How long are you sourcing, buying, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, totally. So I do. Um, I do like I do source. I have the VA, but I do a lot of sourcing myself, uh, and I do all my purchasing myself. So probably uh, on a, a normal day, I'm probably sourcing anywhere from like one to like three hours. Um, and like, usually just like hopping on with like some homies, if I'm not talking to like my VA and just chop it up and source with them. Um, so it kind of varies, but yeah, really looking to like, bring on like a purchaser, um, to like purchase some items for me just to like, um, take myself out of that part. Um, but yeah, right now I really don't spend like. Pretty, I'd say anywhere from like one to four hours a day on the business.
2: Um and then logistically with the VA, do you just have a, a shared Google drive that they upload leads to and you give feedback?
1: Yep. Yeah, totally. Yep. Shared shared Google Sheets and um just every day I just go in there, um, highlight them like green, yellow, or red, leave some feedback of like what I liked, didn't like. Um, yeah.
0: What I like, so I got a sourcing VA this week. And what I really like is how he's finding like all this new stuff and everything, like new brands, websites, all that. That I just like, I don't even know how he's coming across some of these.
1: Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Like you would, like, I always think like, you know, the majority of websites out there, but yeah, same here. I always have like just websites I never even heard of that are like legit that the VA drops. And it's, um, it's kind of just like, I mean, people always talk about like um, reselling is like um, saturated or like whatever, but it's really just, um, yeah, it's definitely like you're just not trying hard enough. Cause like there is, I mean, and you guys talk about it too. Like arbitrage has always been a I thing think, yeah. and like, well, it's like going back like, th- like forever ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: Every single store you walk into on a daily basis makes it work. Walmart, Target, they all buy at one price and they're
0: selling it for a different one. It's the business model that exists legitimately everywhere. Yeah. I mean, Amazon's arbitraging us. Anyone working at jobs getting arbitraged. This world
2: is built on arbitrage. Arbitraging
0: your job, you think, or like, you know, we think for the time we put in items as a job, you think the time you put into doing that task is worth the money you get. Vice versa, your job thinks that the time you put into it is getting everything's arbitrage, you know? And everything and that's like it's so illogical when people are like calling online business and stuff like not legit and everything it's just so sad honestly that some people think like that and everything so if you've been done too much content why do you have such a dope setup
1: i i don't i mean i don't know i don't really you like what do you think is dope about this? No, this I mean is-
0: the
2: microphone. <laughs> a
0: microphone. If for the stream. Like oh, the light in the background too. This well, yeah, no, definitely
1: the last um I went on a trip to Miami for my boy's birthday like a month ago. Yeah. And I have a bunch of homies that like put out content. None of them are sell on Amazon. They all right? It was Kevin's birthday. Yeah, yeah. My boy Kevin. Um, yeah, my boys uh Kevin and Jack and Garrett. Um yeah. They all, none of them really do, um, no, none of them do Money Amazon.
0: Yeah. Money Twitter. You don't want to know what's crazy. So I was walking down the street in, in, uh, in Miami. I don't know, Kevin, but we follow each other enough to where like, any recognized me oh, actually gosh. he was like, yo, are you miles? I was like, Oh shit. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So th- yeah, those yeah, guys are good. Those guys are awesome. What's your last name? Kevin.
2: Uh, Kevin Feng.
1: F E N G. Yeah. Um, yeah, they he's just a super cool kid, dude. That's so funny that he that's recognized funny, you. Yeah, dude, so you, did you did you get like recognized a ton in Miami?
0: Oh no, no, just oh. once. I mean, I don't know, maybe in the future or whatever. But yeah, it's like niche, niche internet, niche internet uh, fame, I guess, or whatever some people call it. <laughs> so, yeah, love um, to
1: see it. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> and then like it'll be cool. So are you going to the Miami conference next month?
1: Yeah, bro. So I wasn't, I wasn't planning on it. Um, like I didn't know too much about it, and then now I have a couple of homies that are asking me if I'm going. So I think I'm just gonna pop out because why is not?
0: Joe and Marty going? Um,
1: I don't think Joe or Marty are going. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Wow. Um, but um, yeah, my friend Zach is going. He said come through, and um, I do know some other people going also that I've talked to. Sweet. Uh, if
0: you're listening to this and you live in south florida go to com. we'll all be there you should go as well if you're in that area if you're listening check it out friends hosting it
1: yeah yeah i've never yeah, been to be an amazon
0: event
2: but um yeah well Miami. that one that one's a bit different than than ASC. that one's going to be
0: more just Band. like keynote speakers yeah <laughs> just, banter. Just, banter. I'm just i'm just trying to laugh for 20, 48 hours in a row basically Except when Avery's speaking, I'll be respectful. When Avery's speaking, and everyone else. With that one, the five box bandits panel. Yeah. Should be should be good stuff, and everything. What are some uh, beginner mistakes you made that you don't think others should make, or just ways you would do stuff differently?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, definitely, definitely up there with like a huge thing that you recommend. Um, definitely like network with like just other mm-hmm. sellers and just other people in general definitely like when I got into uh just my first like space I got into really was like the discord community um so like I was always like super active in discords and like always um was making friends but like I was only chopping it up with people in the dms and um like basically when I was getting back into amazon um I just was like I was like I'm gonna make it a point like definitely like put yourself out there more try and like chop it up with more people um like amazon sellers and not um but definitely wish i like chopped it up and made more connections like when i was starting um and as well as just like like it's really all kind of like for me it was all just like mindset and like limiting beliefs of like stuff I can't do, or, like, I can't sell this much, or, like, this, or, like, basically, I can't, and definitely, definitely, like, my opinion with, like, Amazon, and eBay, and all this, like, online money, um, space, it's definitely, like, in my opinion, anyone can do it if they, like, put in the work, like, I dropped out of college, I almost failed out of high school, I don't, like, really have any, like, real-life credentials, but, um, if you put in the work, like you could do this shit. So I wish I knew that in the beginning Um, because it wasn't like one, two, three when I started. It was definitely a little tough.
0: Because when you're starting something like this, pretty much you're only either, you're watching people online who do it and you're hopefully not listening to, but unfortunately dealing with people in your real life who don't think it's possible at all. In almost every case, the vast majority of people don't think it's possible at all. But you just got to do it anyway. Okay. Got to believe, man. Because the other option is uh, most likely doing something you don't want to for 40 years. So.
2: Yeah, a lot longer than you'd be doing
0: exactly, this. Exactly, right? You know, I'd much rather grind my butt off for 10 years and see where we are than Because either way, you got to do a lot of hard work anyway. So you might as well front load it as much as possible to everything like that. And all uh, that okay, what's your best flip of all time? Whether it be number of units that equated to the most profit, best garage sale found for 50 cents sold for 200 what we got there.
1: Yeah. Um so I'll pro- I'll drop uh 2 so like my best garage sale flip was probably um I picked up this like Gucci um like Gucci purse. Uh, at a garage sale for fifty bucks, and it ended up being real, and I sold it for like thirteen hundred on eBay. Oh
0: wow, um, wow! Yeah, how would you how
2: would you authenticate
0: that's it? what I was just gonna say. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I I like didn't know when I was buying it when I was at the garage sale. I had no clue. I was just like, you were this, like,
2: oh, it's Gucci. Might as well flip the flip the coin.
1: I was like, it's Gucci. I was like, I was like, let me see how much they want. Like, like, let me just ask. And he, they ended up saying like, um. Oh, 70 or 80 or something i got them down to 50 i ended up paying 50 didn't know it was real and then i actually sent it in i want to say i sent it into like the real real it's like a consignment um like platform i sent it in there i forget like i didn't sell it on there because i sold it on ebay but i'm pretty sure i got it authenticated through them and ended up just selling it on ebay and um yeah hit a huge lick on that but when i was buying it i had no clue it was real but um ended up being real and made made like probably like 11 1200 bucks off it how much was um, the authentication so i forget like what what like i got I, I totally forget it was like 2019 or 2020 but um i sent it into them and like they sent it back okay so no because you can sell real i mean use stuff on real real i forget what happened with why they sent it back or like whatever but i ended up just selling it on ebay and it was like it was definitely real um and then i like for a non-garage sale flip probably um had to win a pool of some sort yeah. So like oh, pools definitely did crazy revenue on like the 14 by thirties and like the eight by tens. And then also maybe like a crazy, like one of my crazy orders, I had like a, like a order for like a hundred hair clippers. It was like a, it was like a $20,000 order. I think um, that was during the pandemic all in like one order. Like one person just ordered like a hundred of these, like wall hair clippers. Sus, um, shipping
0: that. Shipping that order, sus, man. Because there's so much on the line with it.
1: Shipping that was sus. I had, I shipped it in like four or five
0: gigantic Walmart
2: boxes. Yeah. Um, I would have just, I would have just canceled it. Be like, yeah, I'm going to send the sellers individually. Cancel it, set a oh, max order quantity, and just keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look, I would look, research the buyer probably.
2: Well, because uh, something like that, you know it's going to sell, right? So you're not jeopardizing the sale of them. So cancel it, set the max order quantity and just keep it. Miles, you want to talk some game about the max order quantity? Because I know
0: you like yeah, to uh... Okay, so um, if you're brand new, don't worry about this. However, if, you, if you're looking at a, a buy box on an Amazon listing or just stock counts, like where the Keepa stock counts and it says max order limit in red, that means people are making money on it, right? Because they're setting a max limit you can place on that item to hide their stock counts from you and to keep you from black hat buyers buying a bunch, which actually doesn't happen anymore that much. We used to deal with that all the time back in the day, though, on uh, Air Force Ones and stuff, which yes. basically meant people were buying our stock and then automatically canceling them, which tied up our stock in the ether of cancels for a couple hours and they were selling through the But if you're ever making money on something, put a max order limit on it because it hides your stock counts. The way you do that is by going in Seller Central, clicking the SKU name, you know, that random number, or custom SKU you make in Seller Central, right? And then you hit edit listing on the left and then in the, right in the middle or maybe a little bit down, there'll be max order quantity and put like a number between two to five on it. Don't overthink that, but do that on any good listing you have to hide your stock down right there. Like the I was explaining to this and I was explaining, this guy in DMs was asking me a question about how I... Determine listings based off stock and like you can't use stock counts that much because anyone who's making money just sets order limits and then you're really underestimating it if you are going off that too. And then there's a whole there's a whole argument around like making sure you know you're buying stuff with enough volume so that it really doesn't matter and everything too on uh on that and everything. What's uh worst buy you've ever made? Oh, worst buy I've ever made. Um... Well, I, and you can't say garage sale stuff that just didn't sell because you paid a dollar for it. That that so you didn't lose much. You just lost the time
1: yeah um worst buy i ever made oh and to note that sale that i made with all those clippers that was on ebay not even Amazon. oh my
0: god dude so, oh you're wild for shipping that yeah i definitely <laughs> would have
1: <laughs> it's um yeah that was definitely a, a sketchy order but it all all went well but um yeah worst buy um
2: um it's hard to think, I mean, you must be doing pretty well. Buying
0: nicely, yeah. You're not aping into stuff that that didn't end up going well, or yeah.
1: I mean, um, probably I one of my worst buys was like kind of recently. Um, it was I probably bought like like sixty or eighty. Um, let's just let's just call them cups for now. And Amazon came like on the listing. Yeah. uh, Like they were they were selling great, and then Amazon came back on the listing. And I had to, like, remove or order all of
0: them and, like, return some. Um, And then they ended up.
2: you out green, though, right? Because you sold
0: a bunch? And the other colors. Yeah, you're up big on the the other colors, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this was, like, when they first started selling. So, like, all other colors, like, were selling. And then this one color I got, Amazon, just happened to be in stock for, like, a minute. So I just had to remove them. Um, And I ended up returning some. But I totally should have kept them because, like. They ended up like stay. Oh, it's a like, double
0: uh, L. You did double the work and made no money.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It right. was definitely it was definitely not a good move. It was a couple months ago when I was getting back into just like the whole Amazon thing. Um, Honestly,
2: you should have just undercut Amazon, sold through, and just not dealt with it. Yeah, I, I right? because totally You got to pay
0: for that. Or just diamond handed. Yeah, I mean, of that's course, like, that's wow. ideal, right? But like
2: removing it costs money cost time you don't get this stuff for another week or two then you got to return it it was but anyways you live and you learn yeah yeah it was a sticky sitch
0: yeah do you deal with a lot of order cancels and stuff or are you tending to go pretty wide with different items like a lot of different skis a lot of different websites you don't deal with a ton so yeah dude
1: so i don't i don't really go wide at all i kind of just go super deep on like like whatever i find so like i have like for whatever reason, I have like crazy problems with cancels. Like I'm like banned on Target. Um, that was like basically from like the pool. You're board. not
2: an Amazon sale though, if you're not banned on Target. That's oh, that's, yeah. that's a that's a prerequisite to get into the game. <laughs>
1: Literally though. Like I'm clipped on uh Target, Best Buy. I was banned on dicks for a while. Um unbanned on dicks. I got the I don't know if you guys have it, I have like the reseller account with dicks. Um, I got banned for like abusing the 10% off code.
2: That's that's the, uh, that's the scarlet letter though. You can't use the 10% code after that.
1: No. Yeah. You can't use the, any, any, uh, coupon codes or anything, but, um, yeah. So like another thing about like my business model, like two, two things. Um, so (laughs) back in the day when I used to sell on Amazon, like when I was first selling, I would only sell an item if it was manufacturer barcode. Um, Like, if it wasn't manufacturer barcode, I wouldn't sell it. Uh, just because when I started like FPA, I didn't want to like print out the FN SKU labels and have to put it over barcodes. So, my business model was if it's not manufacturer barcode, I'm not selling it. Um, so, but then I got a prep center, and then like that opened the door to that. But um, definitely like my first couple hundred K in sales were like from items that only had a manufacturer barcode. Like when I was like looking for items or whatever, like I would add it to my catalog and like go to list it, like to send it into FBA and if it
0: came up with, like, you have to add the... Oh, that's whack. That's whack. <laughs> that's a very interesting take. That's a... eighth ve- man successful regardless, though. So whatever works. Yeah. Those were different times, too. And those yeah. were different types of items as well. So there's a, a lot more opportunity with that stuff. But that is, that is one of the more peculiar takes I think we've seen.
1: Yeah, yeah bro. It was everyone I tell that they're like, bro, what are you talking about? What, what? Yeah, like, that was the business
0: model. Interesting, man. Sounds good. Where can people find you on social media?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh just Zach dot on um YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. All just Zach Sedano, just my name. Um but yeah, boys, thank you for the time. Uh thanks oh, no, for having thanks, me on man. your thanks uh, for coming uh, bro.
0: on, bro. Yeah, with the studio, you gotta get on video more, man. So
1: definitely Dude, I know that's uh that's definitely this year's
2: And you got, got the year.
0: uh you got the uh the radio voice for it too yeah two straight radio voices actually now that yeah yeah, yeah two straight new york residents too sweet all right go follow zach thanks for listening we'll see you guys uh tomorrow for another episode have a great night or have a great day or night thanks man